welcome to the Gaming Den podcast. Um, this is a special Gaming Den podcast. This is the 3-3 podcast. We're, we're just, it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk about our memories of E3. We're going to make some crazy or not so crazy predictions for uh, the upcoming E3, which is out in, well, it starts in about a week or so. So I do have some lovely guests with me. So if you could please introduce yourselves. Hi, uh, I'm Sammy Damage, back again. Uh, you've met me before, you know the drill. Always, you'll always be here, forever. <laughs> it's going nowhere. <laughs> and uh, we, we're going to have a few special guests, um, but we are starting off with... Oh, uh, that's me. Oh, hi. I am a level boy. I was here before, and I am a uh, Twitch streamer on the Twitch, twitch.loveaboy.com. Wait, is it like twitch.boy slash loveboy14? You know, the internet thing. Um, but yeah, no, I just stream on Twitch, play a lot of retro games. I'm a big fan of all gaming and nerd stuff. So uh, yeah, that's me. You're a great Twitch streamer, if I do say so. You are oh, a fantastic Twitch great. streamer. Yeah. <laughs> Means a lot. Uh, yeah, perfect. Um, and finally... Uh, it's me, AJX. I'm back again, um, and I'm uh, AJX on YouTube and AJX underscore media on TikTok. I make Minecraft analysis videos. Yeah. And you're TikTok famous, is that correct? Uh, it's been one successful video. The rest have flopped. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so so uninspiring after the first one. Oh. You reached oh, well, the peak you, too early. Yeah, exactly. I, I haven't <laughs> opened that door yet for myself with TikTok. No, no at least you've gone there. Um, none of us are brave enough, so. Yeah, no. um, I can't do it. Over the age of 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's how it begins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we'll just jump right in. I mean, we're just going to, what we'll do is, um, we've just picked three of our favourite memories from E3 um, because it is a great like I see it as a um, I don't know like obviously it's once a year we've not had one a proper one for a couple of years and I just love it I like I, I try and watch as many of them as I can in fact before we before we jump in with our three things what does E3 mean to everyone like do you watch it every year are you excited by it do you just catch up the next day no, I watch it every year. I catch mm -hmm. most of the ones that I care about live, and it's gaming Christmas. It's fucking that's brilliant. the best way to describe it. Yes, yeah, it's that's... it's quite literally might as well be a national holiday for gamers <laughs> or anyone just in that kind of world because it's kind of a big deal. A lot gets announced. It's yeah, and... um... yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. It's gaming Christmas is pretty much the best way to That's describe it. That's literally the best way to describe it. And yeah. just kind of like in that realm of kind of like it is like Christmas, there are times where we do get like weaker E3s. And I can't think of a time where we got one. But I remember having an E3 where it was like, I feel like we didn't get a whole lot that year. But yeah. vast majority of them, they're like really, really good. Yeah. yeah. And I was actually going to say that, that some of them are, are not so memorable for the right reasons. Um, mm -hmm. Like Xbox 360's Connect stinker right. is awful, um, but then there's some that have it has ingrained itself into our memories into the zeitgeist of gaming in general. 
um, like there's just quotes that everyone's heard of and memes. Um, there's the memes out the woo-ha. Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head. Like Lady Boner. Um, yeah. yeah. Funny enough, though, I think a lot of the ones that are kind of like cringy or like, what the heck? What what was that? Are the ones involving Ubisoft. Ubisoft, yeah. like sometimes they could be like, okay, you guys are just having fun. But other times, like, all right, you guys are really trying to be like, yo, you guys are gamers. You like gamer stuff? Yo, dancing. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yo, chill, relax. Yeah. And like Mr. Caffeine. Do you remember Mr. Caffeine? Yeah, oh my god, he was absolutely crazy. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we'll probably talk about as well. Um, giant enemy crabs is another one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's just loads that came out of it. There's some, there's some really good scenes. There's some really bad. We've had some really awful guests that that just they they turned up to to pick up a check. Um, Yeah, yeah, like yeah, comedian. What was Jamie? Something. Uh, I don't know. Shit, I can't remember. Jamie Kennedy. Oh, oh my god. god. There we. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you don't know what it is, like just look it up. It, it, I think it was like 2007. <laughs> it's genuinely one of the worst things I've ever seen. Oh my like, lord. It's hard to watch because he's the unfunniest comedian I've ever met. Well, seen. Um. Oh, it is. So it cool. is exactly like we said gaming christmas because some years you get socks other years you get that fucking yeah. bike you wanted right and everyone's just like pogging out like losing their mind kind of like yeah this is the yeah. moment we've been waiting yeah. for this it's happening exactly. it's happening exactly so yeah. exciting when and when those moments hit my god is it exciting <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. great it's brilliant yeah exactly um and some of those moments we are going to talk about so we, let's we just let's, let's pick on. Um, level boy, do you want to go first? Um, should we do three each or do one each? Three mm. rounds. We can do three each and then yeah, like go kind of go like one, 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 and then double back. I think it's gonna be a good way of doing it. Level boy and I have got a level boy and I have the same one, so yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay, great. Well, level boy, why don't you start us off? Uh, I guess we do Fallout first, considering that was like the one that we share as well. Hell yeah! Um, yeah, no, no, like Fallout's like reveal was really insane because I do Fallout think 4. this is also Fallout Four specifically. Thank you. Fallout 4. The um, two thousand fifteen. Was that the first time Bethesda had like a showcase as well? I think it was the first time they had like a really long, detailed one like that. Yeah, because I think the, they always the did like. I always remember them kind of like they would like do stuff with like Microsoft and they would like yeah. briefly show up with Sony. But I think that might have been the first time they were like had a whole like stage moment where it's like they're all like the big hitters right next yeah. to like Sony and Microsoft yeah. and all of them. Yeah. And the way that they just kind of like subtly announced Fallout 4 was just beautiful with like the whole introduction of like Todd Howard and he just walks out and he's just talking about kind of like how gaming has gone. And then he just says kind of like, and Fallout 4. He just says Fallout. He doesn't even say Fallout 4. He just says Fallout. And everyone's just like, oh my god, we know what this is about. Like, you immediately know what he's going to be talking about and going to be showing off, which yeah. is Fallout. When I tell, tell you, I screamed. I screamed. <laughs> I can quite believe it. Because I have been waiting for that game, mm-hmm. and they had been so tight-lipped. They are monsters, oh, but yeah. they're really good mm-hmm. at keeping stuff stealthy. And 
I have oh my god I can feel it now I was so I rewatched it about half an hour ago and it still gets me super excited like it, it what a minute what a moment it's so good and just like how they do it is just so good by just like subtly like building upon it. They show yeah. the character creation, which is a huge thing if you're going from like Fallout New Vegas into Fallout 4. You're just like, wait, this is almost like just yeah. visually it looks amazing out of the gate. And like the fact that even if you are a fan of like the world that is Fallout, oh wow, we're in the pre-war. Like we're starting before like the bombs dropped. So like everything about it just had this air of like mystery and like we're gonna be exploring stuff we've never seen in the Fallout universe. So it like really like caught the audience attention and it was all gameplay. Like looking at, I'm just trying to jumping through the video right now. All of this yeah. is like the opening scene of the game itself. And that's like yeah. really cool that they showed that on stage at E3, kind of like, you yeah, know, this is what we've been working on since Fallout 3's release. And, like, you can see the amount of, like, love and attention and the craft that they just poured into this product. And it's just freaking wild. Yeah, and one of my favorites, yeah. for sure. And, like, this is kind of, like, one of those, like, controversial things with people whether you like the voice protagonist whether you didn't like it regardless it was like a reaction it was like a big thing kind of like oh my god like we're going to be our characters going to talk in cutscenes. that's going to be interesting that's going to be different i do remember the discussion being like oh i don't like the fact that my character is being voiced and that's a whole thing yeah. that yeah. that can yeah. go on for a while um because it, it has like pros and cons to doing voice protagonists you just have limitations Oh yeah, I forgot they also revealed Fallout Shelter in the mix of all of this. They did, yeah. Which, yeah, did, yeah. which was, it was kind really of like a, well, yeah. It was kind of like a, a here's a conservatory a bonus, prize. yeah, because you, you're not going to get yeah. this game just yet, but you can have this today, kind of thing. And, and I remember and it, downloading it immediately, mm -hmm. like the sucker it I was, am. It was smart too because it's like, oh, hey, we showed you this thing that we all know you really want. But hey, we had this little fun project that we did on the side that you guys can play literally right now after this sh this show. Yeah, which is like the better way than you can even use like Blizzard with the whole Diablo and Mortal. And they're like, don't you guys have mobile phones? It's like y'all didn't give anybody to like you, you didn't give the fans something to chew on. You just said like, oh, we're making a mobile game, even though they're like fiending to get like Diablo Four. Mm -hmm. So you let like that's a good way of like, hey. This is what we're doing, but here's a little side thing. Like it's just it's a smart PR thing to do. Yeah, definitely yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a really good reveal. Like I watched it uh, before recording this as well, and yeah, it was just so yeah. well done. Like I it's think they'd actually announced that it existed. Yeah, they had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is the first time they showed it, and they were like wrapping up the show, and they were like, "Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, we forgot we're going to talk about Fallout as well." And, and then the worst of it, it's just like yeah. If you go back and watch the beginning of that showcase, as far as I remember, mm -hmm. from the, the very beginning, before anything else was shown, because they did fall out right at the end, the screen that was up when everybody was sitting down to watch the showcase was Please Stand By. And they oh, did that first. Yeah. And then they <laughs> yeah. left people for an hour. <laughs> being like, so <laughs> guys, check this out. <laughs> can we have what you've just shown us so by, by the end when pete was up there just pretending to walk off i yeah. was at full fever pitch because they just like <laughs> teased us for an hour it was oh god mm -hmm. amazing yeah so it was that's probably my favorite memory 
for me three because it's the one that god it mattered to me i really wanted that game (laughs) it's like i'm again like flipping through it and i went towards like the end where like you see a lot of the gameplay like it's so like different from what people have played in the fallout franchise yeah at this point like everything is just kind of like refined even just visually like you see the deathclaw an iconic enemy in the fallout universe just full like rendered like he looks they look amazing they're terrifying and then contrast that with like the power armor an iconic thing in the franchise now it's like a literally a vehicle suit that you put on and you just like you feel like a badass you have a jetpack and you like have a minigun it's like you you feel that sense of power and Mm -hmm. it's really really cool that they this is the first thing people saw fallout 4 so you immediately were like i want to go out there and pre-order it like like they did a good job like capturing the audience like right away yeah, I couldn't yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I pre-ordered it that day, the special edition. <laughs> I, I, I went. Sucker. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching this live, and something that stood out to me oh, about the game more more than the reveal, I guess, that compared to all the other Fallout games, it was so colourful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was just gonna yeah. Say. For being visually stunning. And I suppose, like, Fallout 4, it, while it does look really good, it's not like it wasn't destroying the hardware. It right, popped the colors popped and everything just looked so so nice and i was like well this is a next gen fallout game this is what the future of fallout looks like and yeah even then i knew it was a it was a big deal yeah. and like i don't want to like dominate this entire like podcast with a discussion <laughs> of like fallout 4 i'll just come back later and like oh. give you my full spiel on this we, we can like, do that level boy if you want <laughs> I mean, I'll be down. <laughs> but like the um, like because they set the expectations so freaking high, it also in a way like shot themselves in the foot when the game actually came out Absolutely. because it, there were there were things that they just did not do well at all in Fallout Four. They did a lot of things right, but they did a crap ton of things wrong as well. Mm-hmm. So it was that idea of like you took a step forward, but you took some steps back at the same time. So that goes into like the whole voice protagonist and all the limitations of having that in the game and yada yada yada. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. I'd agree. I feel they do that every so. time. Yeah. I remember but... Fallout seventy six as well. It was such a big hype, and then S- same deal. Yeah. 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 So it's exactly kind of like thing. y'all. It's like they did in the whole thing with like the please stand by. They did that again, but via like Twitch, and it was just yeah. a live stream of just a TV saying please stand by for like an hour and a half, and everyone was just and losing a, their mind. Yeah, a party hat and a balloon. <laughs> we were literally left to figure out what the hell this was supposed to be. So a lot of people were really gunning it for it to be kind of like essentially like Fallout New Vegas too, not Fallout yeah. New Vegas specifically like themed, but just kind of like. We are using the Fallout 4 engine to make another Fallout game. Oh, yeah. oh, but it's multiplayer. Okay, that's different. All right, we'll see how you do. And then it became what it is. Yeah. Like, again, that's a whole other like, podcast because they could have done Fallout 76 in so many better ways that would have made it a better product. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do, it, it, they all suffer from like RPG fatigue. I think it takes mm-hmm. so long to make. That by yeah. the time and by the time like someone has either leaked that it's been made or there's been a tiny announcement, 
there's three years in between then and the actual gameplay reveal or, or you know the release of the game and so by the time it comes out what people have imagined it was going to be is never going to live up to the actual game so right. i kind of understand why but bethesda have moved to this like new model of what they what they're trying to do which is not show us anything until a few months before, which I get that works in some ways, but again, it shoot yourself in your foot because everyone's on Reddit going, oh my God, I wonder if and they'll the- do this. And they never do. It's never going right. to do that. And like, that's actually a good transition for like cyberpunk as well. But I think we should go on to the next kind of like big moment as well. And we're just kind of weave back to that because in that same vein, kind of like CD Projekt Red did shoot themselves in the foot by like announcing Cyberpunk way before they should have. Yeah. Like they should have not announced it as early as they did. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's like a, a killer for first companies like including Nintendo at the moment. Like announcing the yeah. Oh, Sony as well, I guess. Like, but we we can talk about Sony later. But um, yeah, they, they're actually going through it right now, and it's absolutely killing them. But mm-hmm. cool. Entertainment is an essential part of our lives, and games can do things that nothing else in entertainment can. They can transport you to new worlds. They can give you the true wonder of discovery, and often the pride of accomplishing something yourself in a game. It's a wonderful moment. And in the world of entertainment, there are very few things as good as Fallout. Cool. Great. Um, will we go on to the next one? Alex, do you want to talk about Minecraft? or? In fact, my one is not Minecraft, which will shock Ooh. everyone. Oh my god! Uh, I don't think they've ever been at E3, so uh, maybe not. Um, <laughs> my one is uh, FIFA 21's reveal. No, um, uh, my first one is the Everyone Is Here Smash Bros trailer. Oh, it's recent, yeah. but it was just a huge thing to suddenly that year they were going for smash i think the whole presentation was smash um and that, percent of it was yes <laughs> yeah some people had issues with that because obviously you want to hear about other games but yeah. i've loved smash bros since i was so young and for that trader to come out and just release everyone back in um and uh, it's it's like it's releasing the characters slowly and then it's snake and everyone is here and that was just huge as a, as a well, I was just significantly older than I remember. But um, it was just so exciting. And I just got so hyped for that game for so long uh, based on that trailer alone. And there was also little adjustments to characters, like it was Breath of the Wild Link. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had the Ice Climbers come back as well. Uh, yeah, I, I loved it so much. It was such a big moment for Smash Bros. Um, and of course, they've co- continued to extend the roster, and uh, now Steve's in, um, which I have to mention. <laughs> um, <laughs> Minecraft in. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that that's definitely, I think that's my number one ever as well. 
Um, You're very much right, right, Alex, though. It's like I'm looking at it right now, and I actually forgot about this trailer. No, it's a very, very good trailer. It's so good. It is so good. Even just, like, the funny bit at the start, like, when Sakurai's talking. And this is a man that does not look well because he works (laughs) 24 hours a day. Exactly, but he clearly loves it. And, like, he's like, oh, you may remember Smash Brothers. And then it shows you Smash Brothers, and it just says, the end. He's like, just kidding. And then it goes on to show you which characters are going to be in the game. And then it just goes from one to whatever, a hundred or whatever, like you said. And it's just, oh, man, it was so good. And then there's even more when he says, like, all the soundtracks are going to be able to do, you can listen to them. Oh, it was such a good trailer. It's genuinely, and, like, I like Smash Brothers, don't get me wrong, um, but it's not one of my favorite games ever, but that that reveal is definitely one of my favorites as well. I remember a lot of people putting it down as well because it was like, oh, Smash 4's just ended, the DLC's just ended, they're not going to make so much content for Smash on the Switch. It would just yeah. be yeah, I actually the remember same that. game, basically. People just kept saying, just like Splatoon added on. Yeah, uh, yeah, like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, they were saying it's yeah, just yeah. going to be a Switch port of it. Oh, yes. A few extra things. And for that just to be proven wrong with that trailer, and then, you know, I think Ridley's at the end of that uh, demonstration as well. Um, presentation, not demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was it was great, yeah. Yeah, um, because yeah, Ridley is... It, it was quite infamous for a while in the Smash community because the he uh, Sakurai is, is quoted as saying that he, um, Ridley was too big to be in Smash um, <laughs> and it would never work. And oh my god, Ridley looks amazing in Smash. Um, Sakurai's made on a lot of promises that, he's gone back yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on that though, you can even see that as like maybe the growth of him as a like designer, and also him just kind of realizing like you know we can just bend the rules a little bit to get this character that everybody yeah. wants in, and even himself, I think he sees the challenge with trying to get a certain character to work with in Smash, and you can see that when he brings in characters like Minecraft Steve, kind of like how do you yeah. get a character where you just mind like blocks and make him a fighter? <laughs> <laughs> like how do you how do you do that? And he figures it out, though, and he makes it, like, legit. And this is something that I kind of learned the more I played Smash. Because I think I played... I started really playing Smash, I would say, with the one on the Wii U. And then I got super into it and actually got decent at it with Smash for the Switch. Because that's, like, the best version of Smash you can play right now. Exactly. Because it literally has every single character and then some. And I don't think we'll ever get this again. I think this is No. And they they even said that. It says, like, even if we do another Smash, it will not be every character. Yeah. I mean, I genuinely think, and you can quote me on this if you like, but I think this is the perfect reveal, like genuinely the perfect reveal that you could possibly have for a game, because one, you see Sakurai, you know what it is, so you know what to expect, or at least you think you do, you get the shock of, oh my god, everyone is here, and then at the end of the trailer announcing the game, they announce not only is everyone who's ever been in Smash here, here's some more characters as well. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, and it comes yeah. out this year. Like, it's perfect. It's everything you could want from a Nintendo reveal. I think all the clone characters were revealed as well, so like Daisy and uh, 
Crom from Fire Emblem. So it was just character after character, just a big uh, smack into the face of anyone that said, you know, it's not going to happen. And then he even like goes on to talk about kind of like we know that certain characters like say Peach and Daisy, they have the same kit. We're now just going to call Daisy an Echo Fighter. So it's yes, like this yeah. is what it is now. It's so like they have the same kit, but they have different flavors. And even though like they do have similar kits, there if you get to like the nit and gritty of it, people have figured out that they are actually kind of different characters. Like, they do things slightly differently, but it's not so much that like you get like an advantage if you play one or the other. It's just a matter of flavor text. It's like picking between Dark Samus and regular Samus. They both functionally yeah. play the different, but Dark Samus is just a JoJo stand where she has all those kind of like <laughs> movements and it's very flashy and it's awesome. She's like floating there. It's it's legit. So like I, I'm on a Samus man. So all I do is just go between the two because they play the same. Yeah, for, yeah. So like one's floaty, one's not floaty. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's such a good game. It's such a good trailer. And then they've released even more characters. Like, well, they still are releasing them now, aren't they? I mean, most of them are Fire Emblem characters, but yeah, we'll probably like, get that. I don't think I don't think Nintendo will ever be able to to beat that. Um, I think my, we'll get the last two this E3, so my, you know. I, I, I don't have an issue with Fire Emblem characters being in the game. My issue <laughs> is that they don't know how to look at the entire roster that is Fire Emblem and pick anyone <laughs> that's not a sword user. Like my yeah. like, come on, Nintendo! There are so many different weapon types in that game. Like, where's my boy Hector? Hector from Fire Emblem Six. He uses a big ass axe. Come on, imagine having that in Smash Brothers. <laughs> they heard all these complaints and went, "Yep, yeah, Byleth just has all of them." Yeah, okay, it, true, <laughs> true. She, they're, they're actually pretty good now. I play a little. That's right. Every fighter in Super Smash Bros. history is joining the battle. Indeed, absolutely every Super Smash Bros. fighter ever is in this game, whether they were originally DLC or only appeared once in the past. We believe that's what players want, so we made the impossible possible. Yeah, I said, yeah. So what's yours, Fox? Okay, so my uh, my first one is a mix of two of my favourite things in the world, <laughs> Nintendo and Muppets. Um, What's not to like? It's from exactly, exactly. There was uh, it's from uh, two thousand and fifteen, um, and essentially, like the. Um, Sataru uh, Iwata, Miyamoto, and Reggie are all Muppets and they're getting ready for this presentation. Um, and they're actual Muppets. They're made by the Henson uh, Muppet. Really? Yeah. And and then there's a Fox McCloud um, and the, the Star Fox um, characters as Muppets as well. And oh my God, it's just so... It's so light-hearted. And Nintendo are... Even though they make like fun games and and things, they they are traditional Japanese company who are very 
in the line, they're very straight laced, they don't piss about, they always wear suits. Um and for them to just be Muppets um <laughs> in in front of the world, it's just it's so it's so wholesome. Um I just love it. I just absolutely loved it. And it was so surprising. I didn't expect it. Uh, I doubt anyone did, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's just I loved it. Yeah, like you, I adore Muppets and Nintendo. Uh, yeah, so looking, just, looking at it, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Just so amazing to see like the mixture between the two, and it was so funny and so creative. Like the um, looking at it right now, like this this E three specifically for Nintendo, and like you're right, mm-hmm. the Muppet thing was fantastic. But looking yeah. at the actual games that they showcased during all of this, like I guess for me as a Nintendo fan, from the various stuff that they talked about. It is a tad lackluster. Oh yeah, I think it's the, the probably the weakest. It was. I think this is was one of the weakest. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it was the Wii U, so yeah, <laughs> it was the Wii U. Like the 3DS was better than the Wii U. Like that, the 3D. Like so, the stuff they were showing on that was like good. Like the fact that they brought Hyrule Warrior to the 3DS. That's pretty cool. Again, though, what are they really doing there? You're just bringing a game that already existed onto another console. Not much going on there. You oh, now I'm now I know why I'm mad. Cool. So this is where they also released uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force. I wow. remember specifically being pissed off by this. <laughs> I was like, this is not what I want. Y'all are playing with my emotions, and then they kind of like saved themselves a little bit by releasing a Fire Emblem like trailer fire emblem fates was which was an okay game it wasn't fantastic story-wise i didn't even mm-hmm. finish it because i thought the story was backwards as hell and uh and then again animal crossing you play off you play off people's emotions there it was like you release like oh animal crossing but it's just happy home designer and also we made an amiibo board game like what so <laughs> yeah. eh. i think the the Muppets definitely saved that for Nintendo. Right, yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was all across the news and so, wasn't it? The, the, and the fact they turned into the Star Fox characters. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I really... It's obviously sad because it's because uh, Iwata was ill, wasn't it? Um, they he didn't died like him. a month later. Yeah, they didn't yeah. want to show him on camera. Yeah. Um, but... It was so creative. It was such a good idea oh. uh, by them to do. Okay. Um, All right. So there's one thing that did save this entire like E3 presentation, I believe. This is also where they re- um, revealed Mario Maker for the yes. first time. That, that is a big deal. But that cannot be slept on. Because Mario Maker, it is an ingenious design of like a game. And so much so that they're still carrying that forward with that new like game toolbox thing they're making coming on the switch mm, yeah. i forgot what it's called yeah what is it called the what what there's like this game there's like this new game that they're making that basically allows you to make games it's like the oh, next oh, innovation yeah. of like mario maker Ma- game maker switch called? oh game builder garage that's what it's called <laughs> so that's something that i think we're gonna see more of at e3 i believe We'll see more of like this, like kind of like a deep dive of this because they just kind of like released a trailer of this without really explaining mm. a whole bunch. Um, but it looks cool. I think it could be really cool, like awesome because the people who make Mario Maker levels are insane. 
Like they make some yeah, damn good levels. Yeah. And um, just before we wrap this up, like Iwata is one of my genuine heroes. Um and I I absolutely loved him. I was devastated when he died. Yeah. Like I know Miyamoto made most of the games that I love. Um, but Iwata, you just had such a way with them. I've got the book that someone wrote called Ask Iwata, and it's about like it's just all of like the Ask Iwata things on Nintendo dot uh, com and stuff. Um, but he is quoted as saying Iwata, and this is one of my favorite quotes ever. I'm going to read it for the back of the book. It just says, "On my business card, I am a corporate president. In my mind, I am a game developer, but in my heart, I am a gamer." How awesome is that? That's like, pretty awesome. He was a talented man. He he yeah. coded like Kirby by himself. He's coded like tons of games by himself. Mm-hmm. He um he apparently redid the whole code for Earthbound and, and things like that by himself. And then he's the president of of Nintendo, um, and Japanese presidents of of, of companies tend to be. Like they, they are they're camera not camera shy, but they're very straight laced and they're just businessmen. But he is still taking time to be in a presentation as a Muppet. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. That is genuinely amazing. Um and I mean obviously Mimo his uh, his influence cannot be understated as well, but Iwata was uh, was the man for me. So yeah, that's why it meant a lot to me for um, as an E three moment. Yeah. Mr. Iwata? Uh, Mr. Iwata? Oh, wow. Uh, yes, we're ready to start filming the Nintendo Digital Event for E3 2015. Okay, thank you. I will head directly to the stage. Are you ready for the digital event? Nintendo 62! Nintendo 63! Nintendo 64! My puppet body is ready! I'm here. Mr. Miyamoto? Oh, yes. Whenever you are, gentlemen. I just have to remember my words. Oh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> hey, Fox, do a barrel roll. Yeah, come on, Fox, do a barrel roll. Yeah. Barrel roll? I can do better than that. Check this out. Um, so who was next? Level four? Yeah, I think we're double back. Yeah. yeah. So to go back to like Cyberpunk. So like this one's really like, again, to pick up where I left off before, they really should not have announced this as early as they did because I'm pretty sure they announced oh like Cyberpunk like in 2013, maybe. When was, yeah, when was something like that. Uh, development. They announced it, like, yeah, basically 2013 is when they said, like, hey, we're making this game. They showed this really, like, short, like, there was nothing really in the trailer itself, just the, like, aesthetic that was cyberpunk. But no one knew what cyberpunk was. They were just kind of like, oh, CD Projekt Red's making it. Oh, they made The Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is an iconic game. This gotta be amazing. And people just immediately kind of bought into what it was. So fast forward, they had an E3 where they showed like some gameplay footage of it. And if you actually go back and watch that gameplay footage, they were playing through a mission that's still in the game to this day. And but it's just more refined. But a lot of the game design stuff in that mission has been changed, augmented. And they always have that caveat saying like, this is just a demo. Like things can always change. Um, But then fast forward to like the E3 reveal. And this is like, I think, well, like the Steam the cyberpunk hype like really kicked off was with the reveal of keanu reeves and how they did it was probably the coolest freaking way ever is that they released a cinematic trailer of cyberpunk the game so you saw the world of night city you see the character v get out the car like from some job he goes into like the plays and like the whole scene of events happen which is like a moment in the actual the game itself so you get to play through that experience and it's really really cool it's a little bit different from the actual like cinematic trailer but it's pretty much one for one but for you then to see at the end of that with like Keanu Reeves saying, "Like, yo, wake the fuck up, samurai! We got a, we got a, we got a city to burn," and you're just like, "Wait, that guy looks just like Keanu Reeves." Wait, what is Keanu Reeves? And then boom, the dude literally just walks out the front door, and everyone's just like losing their mind. And I remember just like sitting in my room on the floor with the door open because I like bum rushed to my room just so I can go see E3 because I think I just got back from a job, and I remember just being like is this actually happening like is he like what and then he had so much charisma when he was on that stage and like everybody was just hyped to see him and he like if if you know Keanu Reeves he's just like he's just a happy doggo like he's just a man just full of life and he loves life itself and you can clearly see that and you can see that he's passionate about this product and he's not like bullshitting himself when like bullshitting the audience saying like, no, this is really, really cool. Like you're breathtaking. And then he like talks about how he got involved in it. And then fast forward, then we actually go play the game. Like now you can see that he really cared about the character that he's playing. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, like if, unfortunately, I don't think he would probably like win like one of those like movie rewards, but like, this is probably one of Keanu Reeves' best performances. Like him as Johnny Silverhand, he carries that role. Because you have a character that is very easy to hate as a player. You can just, it's so easy to hate Johnny Silverhand as a character. 
Um, but I don't want like the, the way that he actually like plays that role is just perfect. But regardless, going back to the actual like presentation of itself is that like they show the cinematic Keanu Reeves, he's just sort of like talking and everyone just kind of keeps like getting super hyped. Then right after that, they show off some actual gameplay and it's like super cool. Then like it's further just kind of like building up that hype. And then like, I just remember getting like just super giddy for it. And it was just, oh, wow. Looking at it now, so much has changed. Wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, like I could again. I could come back on the podcast and just gush about cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to dominate the whole thing because like I can just rant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as we were saying earlier about um, like celebrities at E three not being the best, Keanu Reeves probably the best one. Yes, just, probably. Yeah, uh, he was yeah. the least. He's been the least. Um, hello, fellow kids. Of, yes, of, he was real. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Yeah. That's what I'd say because mo- most guys they they turn up and you're like, you don't want to be here. You haven't played a game since Tetris. What are you doing? Yeah. So he he kind of I believe that Keanu gave a shit. Mm-hmm. And like I don't think. Go ahead, Alex. You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. Yeah, exactly. No, you are. <laughs> they act funny enough on that like breathtaking like that little like like um thing that he did where he just kind of pointed at the audience they actually <laughs> took that and put that in the game itself so if you go into the photo mode it's one of the many poses you can do in the game oh wow because, because, <laughs> because it was such it was such like a moment and one of the achievements yeah. is actually called your breathtaking because it was just it was a thing oh wow yeah like i'm just watching and i watch them come out to like the fans are going absolutely mad like, yeah and then he's just like all right <laughs> yeah that's cool and, like, Even now, he doesn't like and he doesn't strike me as like someone who plays a lot of video games but and i th- i think he saw the opportunity of trying something new something that's completely yeah. Yeah. out of his kind of like wheelhouse he's i think he, he does like a um behind the scenes where he's kind of talking about kind of like the development cycle of his role in cyberpunk and kind of like the character that, that johnny silverhand and um he said, like, basically, like, I've done some, like, voiceover. I've done some, like, green screen stuff when I did The Matrix, when I was playing Neo. But, like, this is a unique experience. Like, it's totally different because I have to, like, record a line in one way and then I have to record a line in another way because it's dependent upon what the character that you are playing as V says back to Johnny. So, like, a, the entire experience when you're going through Cyberpunk, the game, is your relationship with Johnny Silverhand. It can either be like, yo, he's like your number one, like basically like he's your hype man. Like he's your, he's like, he's your best friend yeah. or he's an asshole. And he like, he's just a dick. And because, but the only reason that he's a dick is because you're a dick to him. So like, it's like how you want to have the relationship with, you can look at it either as with the relationship with Keanu Reeves or a relationship as Johnny Silverhand. And that's like the other thing is that he's like, it's so easy to kind of like typecast, I believe. Like it's so easy to be like, oh, he's just playing like Neo. Oh, he's just playing one of his other, he's playing John Wick. He is not playing John Wick when he's Johnny Silverhand. He's playing Johnny Silverhand. And and it's very, very cool to see that for an actor, to be able to like break that kind of like mold. It's, yeah, yeah. he he did a good job. It was very, very good like presentation. And hopefully someday soon people will be able to talk about cyberpunk in terms of the game and how yeah. it is and not 
the problems that they had. Right. And so, like, I can talk about, like, the 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 amount of amazing stuff they did in that game. But I can also talk about my fair share of, like, yeah, you guys dropped the ball in these various different areas. But yeah. I can definitely see y'all trying. But the, in an ironic sort of way with a game about corporations ruining everything, the corporation that is CD Projekt Red, the like the upper management and the marketing team literally just kicked that game out the door when it really needed about like a year to bake more and it would have been perfect i think yeah like they just needed a little bit more time or if COVID didn't happen i think they'd be fine but like i think they kind of like used the COVID umbrella as a way to being like oh no like things didn't go the way we wanted to i'm kind of like okay yeah. everyone was affected by COVID. you can't like use that as a scapegoat yeah yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, like, I'm going to splice in like the clips from from these shows between the bits we we're talking about. I can't wait to put this one in <laughs> again. Uh, Just use your breathtaking. Yeah, yeah, that'll definitely be in. You play as an outlaw, an enhanced mercenary working in the sleazy underbelly of the city. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but let me tell you, the feeling of, of being there, of walking the streets of the future, is really going to be breathtaking. You're breathtaking. <laughs> You're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. All right, all right, all right. So I got I to finish this, so tell me. Alex, do you have another E3 memory? Uh, yeah, my second one is uh, when EA revealed FIFA 20. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the uh, Wii Music Trader. Because um, just I was quite young. It was 2009, I think. Uh, so I was about nine or ten. And despite that, I hate you. it's I know, still in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> this is How like was I? <laughs> this is like the first thing I can remember from an E3 I'm pretty sure because it was wow. just so insane it, it, it was so yeah. crazy and bad on so many levels as well because um, they do like the Mario music at the end and it just goes awfully with professional musicians as well. And it just doesn't sound like the Mario music. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think it's just because it was like done on news stuff as well. Like news channels were reporting this because it just was so insane. And this was like the peak. Nintendo had hit their peak with the Wii. Yeah. 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 Like Smash Brothers was out. Mario Kart, Wii had come out. And then they just... Wii music for an E3. <laughs> um, oh, even just watching me and Mo, you're like, Zelda game. They just. <laughs> the Why are you wasting time on this? <laughs> oh, it's hard to watch. Yeah, no, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. No one asked for this. No one wanted this. <laughs> also, I see what you mean, though. It does not like it sounds like someone's attempt to trying to play Mario music for the first time. Um, yeah, it was just so 
Where, oh my god. Where, why did they go, we need to create a music thing for the Wii? Um, and yeah. I, I don't uh, know. I don't think anyone knows. It's the insanity. So I can't even watch it. I can't watch it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not putting I, any clips of this one. I love <laughs> the top comment. <laughs> For this on the YouTube, it says, "Imagine the poor kid who received this on this game on Christmas." Oh God! It's like I wanted Zelda, not this. Come on, mom. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah. I can see that. I won't read the next comment, like the, the reply to that. But uh, no, 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 don't do that. I like the I like the next one down. I feel bad for everybody involved in this. <laughs> oh. oh god. Um and yeah, that I I I got that game based on that trailer as well. I decided, wow. yeah, this is this is crazy and I think I played it once and then it it sat dormant for the rest of its lifetime. I think everybody else was there with you. I, I bet I still have it. I bet somewhere I still have it. Um, Probably. I worked the game when this came out as well, and people were going fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone played it once, and that was it. Yeah, yeah I sure never touched it again. <laughs> it's the drummer. When he starts playing drums, like the Wii Fit board. Yeah. Like, Mate, more than he... Just Look, I, I I had a Wii Fit. The Wii Fit oh, was right. actually pretty Bring the house down, good. guys. Do yeah, not yeah, use it. Yeah, Do Wii not Fit use it for that. Wii Fit was phenomenal. I bought both versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I used it loads. Yeah, the Because, like, you would think, like, this was, like you say, it was in the height of the Wii. Like, my father-in-law plays Wii Tennis from Wii Sports to this day. Yeah, He plays same. it every day to this day. And, That's fantastic. funnily enough, I've never seen him play Wii Music. <laughs> <laughs> it says a lot. It says a lot. It does say a lot. Yeah. It does. It does. <laughs> Right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Damage, please say something better than that. 
Bioshock <laughs> Infinite reveal. Hello. That was uh, 2011. We'd been waiting for that because. I've seen this. Oh my god. Um, it th- there was rumors because I remember after Bioshock, um, Le- Levine wasn't gonna is it Levine or Levine. Well, he wasn't gonna um carry on with with Bioshock two. And, and uh, Levine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, that he wasn't gonna continue with the even though they were gonna do Bioshock two, he wasn't gonna continue, and he's. Bioshock is so fantastic and so far removed from a lot of other games. It got such a unique story. I really liked that man's brain. <laughs> so when um, there was hints and that something was being worked on, but no one quite knew what it was, and then bam, Bioshock Infinite. That was another yeah. absolute screamer of a reveal. Um, yeah. And it just totally. I mean, I, I just remember that it just dominated the like gaming news for days mm-hmm. afterwards because it was everybody really wanted that game and it looked so different to Bioshock it was yeah the, it, the gameplay looked slightly different the setting completely different you know continuing the story in such a unique like unique way just incredibly uniquely him and I've, again, after Fallout 4, that's definitely my second biggest excitement um, from E3. It's one of those few times that I was like, yes! <laughs> that's the red... I got the red bike! I got the red bike! It's here! <laughs> Didn't get socks! Um, yeah. Just fantastic. Such a good game. One thing I'm kind of remembering is I remember that what they showed, I guess, kind of like the teaser stuff, a lot of the things kind of changed for yeah. the development of Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Because I remember they had like completely different kind of like cutscenes and opening stuff when they, they were did, revealing yeah. They it. ended up changing it quite like a fair bit when you play the game mm-hmm. and then look back at that original reveal. There's things that you don't see. This thing completely gone. It does look like they took huge chunks out of that. It's a great game though. Like it's actually the only really Bioshock game I've played. Like I played Bioshock one like a little bit, but I still haven't beaten it. It's one of the games I want to play on stream still because I know oh, it's not very it. long. Yeah. And I have a friend who swears that if I play that game, I'm just gonna like lose my mind once I get to like a certain moment. And I yeah. don't know what that moment is because I don't want to be spoiled, <laughs> but I'm very hyped yeah. to just play it because because I know yeah, like, I'm one of those people who have like super reactions to like fictional things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <me too>. like, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I get yeah, way too it's, attached. It's definitely. I mean, you will do so well if you stream that because you're so good at your reactions anyway. Watching yeah, you, watching you is a joy anyway, Lover Boy. So <laughs> if I get to watch you playing Bioshock, it's just gonna get even better, mate. <laughs> It'd be like the be like playing it for the first time. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so great. Yeah, I've never. I have started Bioshock uh, Infinite, but I've never. I've never finished it. I've heard that the there is a twist somewhere in it, and I've heard it's a great mm-hmm. twist. Yep. Uh, but I've also heard the opposite. I've heard people saying it's just it's not a very good game. It's the worst one in the series. But I've heard people say it's brilliant, and I think it. I, like what I played from, I thought it was really good. From yeah. my brief time playing i played all of bioshock 
Infinite, and then I played a little bit of Bioshock One. Mm-hmm. There is differences in like the gameplay design. Yeah, because I think in One you can have access to like all of the weapons at your disposal, but in Infinite you are limited to carrying only two weapons. So yeah. you have to like constantly kind of change out what weapon you want, which is kind of like meh. And I think how they did like the, I think they call plasmas, like plasmids, yeah, the plasmids, like the little spell abilities. Yeah. Like oh, that yeah. was different than how they did it in one. I think in one, they were a bit more like, I guess, cooler. I don't know. I don't, I can't speak too much to it. I, I, I think out of, yeah, I think out of the two games, Bioshock's definitely my favorite. And that's mm-hmm. the one I go back to and replay. But I think that's why that reveal was, is my second most like exciting moment because it just, prior to playing the game and just seeing that everyone was like oh my god this is so different yet the same and we're all beyond here for it um but then yeah it was slightly slight issues when it actually came out i wasn't that fond of it hype fatigue e3 is a killer yep it really is Elizabeth. Promise me. I will stop him. No. That is an oath you cannot keep. But promise me that if it comes to it, you will not let him take me back. Tell me about it. Sorry, Fox. How about you? Yes. You got another so, one? Yeah, my second one is. It's from ET 2015. Um, from Sony's conference now. What a year that, that was! <laughs> well, yeah, like during that conference, Sony announced the Last Guardian was coming out finally. They announced Horizon Zero Dawn. They announced Uncharted Four. Yeah. They announced Shenmue Three, and yet the, the none of those were the biggest story from that that year. Like this year for Sony was insane. The biggest one is one of my favourites was the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, Like, when you watch it now, you still get goosebumps because they are talking and they they, they dropped it halfway through the show as well. It wasn't even at the end. So they say, right, and we've got a trailer, plays the trailer, and when you hear the music, the crowd go absolutely mental and it's great. I get goosebumps watching it. Um, Final Fantasy VII is one of my all-time favourite games. It's the game that got me into RPGs. Uh, I, I didn't really play RP any, well, not many RPGs before that. Um, and the, it was on PS1, and everyone knows what it looked like. It was all blocky, and um, mm-hmm. it was still great. It was still a great game. It, like, it, it oh, didn't yeah. bother me how, how, um, how it looked. Um, it had its own style, but well, we've all seen it now. Like the actual the remake is unbelievable. The difference between them, but yet you would still know you're playing the same game. Mm. Um, and that like it, it was obviously rumored for years. People wanted it so much. Like we're talking twenty years almost. Um, in fact, when did the first? Uh, when did seven come out? The original. So about 18 years between the original coming out and, and the remake and people wanted it yeah. fairly early on I'd say, including myself and then so when they announced it people just lost their shit 
like and and so did I. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just absolutely amazing. Um, Even for I, me, yeah, like I wasn't like that big of a like I'm only now like a big Final Fantasy fan. Like I've only mm-hmm. recently got super into it because I played Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, but even when I remember seeing this like live and I was like, yo, that's kind of big. Like that's like, they're actually remaking this entire game. And like the, yeah. like, and they didn't even show any gameplay. They didn't show any of that. Just the fact that they're doing it was enough to like cause people to like, just lose their marbles, which is entirely exactly. fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. A couple of years beforehand, um, they had shown like a, it was essentially a tech demo for the PS v or ps4 i forget ps4 i think when they showed the intro of final fantasy redone with a new engine and stuff and people were like holy shit like that is what we want and then i'm assuming it was around then they started development on this um because it looked it looked even better than that to be honest Mm -hmm. but um that was when people were like right we need this so school unix just went right we're leaving money on the table here let's do it and here we are, six years later, the 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 game's been out for a while, and it's only the first part. <laughs> so we've still got an, a long time to go to get all of it. Um, but I'm I'm all in. I think we'll actually see more of it at, at E3. But um, yeah, like the, the I don't know. I don't know. It was elation when when they announced this, and I am no Sony fanboy. Um, at all, it's probably my least favorite of the of the consoles. But like, yeah, they blew my mind with this whole conference, but especially Final Fantasy VII. I would definitely add the fact that they announced this what 2015, and then yeah. it just came out in only part one. It came out last year, so that's yeah. a five year wait for like all of those fans. So, <laughs> I, like, because we, we were talking about kind of like hype fatigue. But I think there's also kind of like weight fatigue as well. It's yeah. like when you announce something so far before it's actually released, a lot of people, they're just kind of like, is this ever going to come out? Is, this, is it even going to be yeah. good? Like you, you're left with being kind of like, I don't even sure if it's going to be worth all this hype. So it just creates this doubt in the player's mind because they're unsure about what it's going to be. And the way they kind of like fix that is by showing off those like gameplay, like trailers and those moments. So like, yeah, I saw the trailer for this. I was like, okay, this is cool. They're actually doing it. Big hype. But fast forward to when I actually saw the gameplay for it, I'm like, Mm. oh, now you got my attention because this looks like you are trying to make this kind of have the combat style that is Kingdom Hearts, which is for me, my favorite like rpg and that's how i that's how i really got into rpgs because it wasn't the standard like i hit you you hit me turn based style like it was more action based which is more my thing but after the long calm there are now the beginnings of a stir the reunion at hand may bring joy it may bring fear but let us embrace whatever it brings For they are coming back. At last, the promise has been made.
Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, level point. Do you want to go with your last one? Last one was definitely a shorter one. It kind of goes off with Alex being with everyone here. This was for the Wii U, though. I am a massive fan of Metroid and Samus, but I am also a massive fan of, of Mega Man. Mega Man was probably one of my also favorite games on like the Super Nintendo, specifically Mega Man X, but I did play like the other Mega Man, which is like the Blue Bomber. I played, I think it was like Mega Man 7, which was the one they released for the Super Nintendo. And I loved the hell out of that game. It was just so much fun. I actually remembered the other day when I was streaming that they made a like Mega Man fighting game and it was the Blue Bomber like Mega Man and like I just love that like that like I don't know like it's just so cool so when they actually just like they did the whole presentation for I don't even know what was going on that E3 and then they just had that I think it has like that big warning that warning sign and then you just see all the characters just oh yeah it's this new challenger approaching and then you see all the characters just like looking up being like yo what the hell is that like what's going on here and then I'm like I already know who it is it's my boy it's him it's Mega Man, and I'm like, like my mind is just racing, and then I hear the music, and like I just get like goosebumps. And I was a Mega Man main for a while during like the Wii U, like Smash, because they somehow managed to literally do this with all the characters, but they took the formula that is to play Mega Man and adapt that into the Smash formula. Everything about Mega Man in terms of how he moves, how he plays, is in the game itself. So, like, he can do his little, like, pea shooter, and he can, like, shoot and, like, move. And, like, he, like, he has all his different, like, um, abilities that he gets from, like, all the robots that he um, uh, defeats. So, like, you see the various different kind of, like, like, the whole range of kits. Oh, yeah, I just saw that one ability in the trailer. You can, like, shoot out, like, a mine, and the mine would just, like, blow up over time. I, my friends used to get annoyed as shit about that because I would just shoot it and then they would just like run towards me to like just throw it back at me and like <laughs> oh man I had so much fun playing this character and like I wasn't very good at the game itself at this time I always got destroyed by like my friends because it just was not good at Smash Bros <laughs> at all but I just had yeah, a blast playing Smash the character are ridiculously good at Smash Bros yeah. yeah it wasn't until and... like the Switch that I got like decent at it yeah, I'm still not decent at it. I only play one character. I play Samus. Ah, oh, yeah, Samus is awesome. Though. I love Samus. Yeah, and um, the, yeah. This this trailer, um, we I actually I watched it just before we came um, and recorded, and oh, it is really really good. It's quite short. It looks amazing, and like you see a silhouette, and it looks like Cloud. It looks like mm-hmm. Cloud from Final Fantasy Seven because you can he's in the shadows, and then you see his helmet appear. And then his eyes light up, and you're like, "Oh shit, that's awesome!" It was a really cool trailer. And I also, think the, all Smash ahead. Brothers ones—they're always quite inventive and they're always quite fun. Um, like also, when, something to sorry, I got not, distracted not, again. The um, I just remembered the uh, like the differences between like the one on the Wii U. Y'all remember like the story mode that you did in the Wii U version of Smash, but not the Wii U, the Wii version of Smash. Well, like you had that whole like quest line that you went on that had all those cutscenes oh, yeah, yeah. and like there's this yeah. whole like thing that you went on and like you saw like Samus hanging out with like Pikachu and they went on this great escape and like those really cool moments. I remember Sakurai being upset that people were uploading the entire like 
basically main story as a movie on to the internet and because of that he then got rid of the entire like storyline thing he didn't he didn't want to do it anymore so which was kind of like shitty and sucky but they didn't just like say oh we're never gonna do really cool like trailer stuff or really cool moments where we see all of the smash characters in like a very like almost movie quality light no they ended up just moving it forward and they put it in all the reveal trailers for it and that still goes on even to like the switch version where you get like these really cool like high production like shorts of like the characters being badasses kind of like with like luigi being killed by like uh Dracula, not Dracula. He's being killed by Grim Reaper in like a uh, Belmont's trailer for Castlevania. Yeah, yeah, like, like so you get those really. It's one of my favorites. Or, or even like Mario just freaking dying when he gets killed by Ridley, and then Samus just shows up, kind of like, "Yo, what's up, Ridley? We're finally doing this." Like in <laughs> Smash Bros., let's go. Or even like the villager. Oh yeah, yeah, the Animal Crossing. Yeah, that was good. Um, I love King K rules as well. Oh yeah, King K rules. Yeah. Or even Banjo. I just that's a new like Banjo Kazooie's reveal was great because they played with uh, yeah. everybody's emotions there. Kind of like ha ha ha. You thought it was going to be somebody, and you thought it was going to be Banjo Kazooie. No, it actually is Banjo Kazooie. Here you go. We actually partnered yeah. up with Microsoft, and here you go. And everyone like that actual reaction is actually probably one of the biggest, I believe, in the community. Because if you look at the um, I think the Nintendo World where they were like live streaming it, everybody yeah. in the crowd lost their mind. Yeah, because everyone was asking for it. Like for so yeah. long, we wanted banjo in the game. That's still it's pretty cool that they've got that um, the the sort of partnership with Microsoft, um, so they can do that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Alex, do you want to go? Yeah. Uh, your final one. My final one like is one. just yeah. Reggie. Reggie <laughs> Everything he's done. Well, you got to think, he is. He was the CEO of... Not the CEO. 
yeah, CEO of Nintendo America. Yeah. And yet he just had so much fun with it. Everything, yeah. all the stuff they got him to do, ridiculous. Imagine asking your boss to do that and him just accepting <laughs> it. <laughs> um, and yeah, just there's so many memories, the puppets, um, my body's ready. My body's ready. Yeah, my body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I see that on a daily basis, <laughs> and no one ever knows what I'm talking about. Um, and you know, he he took Nintendo from you know the Wii U to the well, the Wii to the Wii U to the Switch, um, yeah. and it all he was having fun with all of them. Um, even when the Wii U was down, you know that puppet uh, com- um, presentation. During that time, he was still you know doing everything he could to make Nintendo fans happy. And as much as I enjoy the fact that Doug Bowser is called Doug Bowser, um, <laughs> he'll, never, yeah. he'll never hit Reggie. Um, and I don't think anyone will in terms of uh, just that presentability. It was, it was, people were excited to see Reggie at E3. Yeah. It didn't, it's, yeah. it, it ascended just seeing Nintendo at E3. It was Reggie at E3. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll miss that now he's gone, but um, he was he was a legend, pretty much. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, like I was saying earlier like about I- Iwata and Miyamoto, I purposely left out Reggie because I knew you were going to speak about him. <laughs> but yeah, like he, he was the, he was the in-between, he was the face of Nintendo 4. English speakers, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knows who he is. He became a meme, but yeah, like I'm just watching the best of him there when he's doing <laughs> We Fit with Mario helping him do um, like press ups and stuff, and he's playing Donkey Kong while eating bananas and shit like that. It's this guy is a CEO, like he is he is a high ranking person for Nintendo, um, formerly of Pizza Hut. Like he, yeah. he used to be the CEO of Pizza Hut. He did the big. He did, did like a weird um, fight scene with Iwata as well. But it was like oh, for the me, yeah, for the me fighters. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, looked a bit like Ali G. <laughs> like, but it was, um, yeah, he he knew how to market to people, um, and I think him and Iwata got on really well. Um, and they, they both had similar sensibilities and things, so it is a shame that he's gone from Nintendo. Um, I know he's not really doing much in the gaming world at the moment, I don't think. He did sign up, I think it was Google or something. Um, he's doing stuff with GameStop, I believe, as well right now. GameStop, yeah, that's what yeah. it was, yeah. Um, GameStop doesn't but, exist over here, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he's such a good guy, Um and I, yeah, I miss him already. I want him to come back. But Bowser is cool. Doug Bowser. I, I mean, his name is Bowser. Come on. True. He was like yeah. born 
that role. Can you imagine that CV and even, dropping yeah. in and being like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> Not even opening and it, I him. I don't know when they announced it. I don't know if it was like an E3 or just one of those like Nintendo Directs, but the way that they like did the departure for Reggie and then also introduced Bowser was very smart yeah. as well because they did it under the guise of like, haha, Bowser, the villain, is now in charge of Nintendo. I now have control over everything. And then actual Doug Bowser shows up and just kind of like, no, dude, get out of here. Like, no, I'm, I'm just in charge now. So yeah. I was like, you can see that he's trying to kind of like at least fill the, the void, you could say, that Reggie left. And he knows yeah. that he probably cannot live up to Reggie, but he'll do his best to kind of at least have some fun with the role itself. Yeah, definitely. Like, and when they announced him as the new CEO, um, in the background of his room, there was a Mario and Luigi tied up, like a mm. plush Mario and Luigi tied up, and I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's what Bowser would do. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, brilliant. Man. I'm just watching through his like his best moments, and they are great. <laughs> <laughs> he was a legend. I'm sure there was. I'm just trying to think of one. Ah, they did do one. I thought I'd pictured it. I imagined it. They, the, the robot chicken. Yeah, yeah. The robot chicken yeah, thing as well yeah, yeah. with Reggie. Oh man, God, I love Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Reggie's a legend, and uh, we miss you come back. I know you listen to the podcast, Reggie. Uh, mm-hmm. He's Hi, a big Reg. fan. Yeah, thanks. He he could be Cambodian <laughs> Keith. He could be in Cambodia. We don't He's know. in Egypt. <laughs> he could be in Egypt. We've got a, a listener from Egypt as well. It's yeah, it's Reggie. Mad. I am very excited about this next game we're going to talk about, though. Excellent. Speaking of which... We'll do it with Reggie. Hey. <laughs> my, body, ready, Reggie? my body is ready. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> got some important news if you're an owner of Nintendo 3DS, or just thinking of becoming one. And really, if you're neither one yet, what's wrong with you? Sammy Damage. Me, um, 2018, Bethesda um, showcase again. I mean, surprise, surprise, sorry. I'm just gonna bore you with <laughs> Bethesda forever, but Doom um, 76, which I mean, okay. We'll talk about that game itself, but let's just talk about the showcase first. <laughs> Doom and Fallout 76 and then just at the end, just as they're about to go off, they did it yet again and confirmed Starfield which if you are a Bethesda fan or an RPG fan you know that this game had been like hinted at for like 10 years at this point. Everybody was saying they're working on a sci-fi RPG, they're definitely doing it, We and but they never confirmed it. They, I think Todd had said about 15 years ago that he wanted to do one, but it never confirmed it. Uh, and then they showed us a tiny, tiny, just nothing, but it was enough because we knew it was yeah. real. And then they're like, oh, uh, yeah, there's so Starfield's happening. Oh, also, by the way, Elder Scrolls 6. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bastards. And so, but this, that's what E3 is all about for me is just... Yeah. These moments where you like something is confirmed and it's so exciting, or it's you know not going to happen and it's crushing. So uh, E3's <laughs> extremes, um, but yeah, Starfield and what, it's happening. 
one coming. thing that's kind of like odd is that it's almost like a double back to what Bethesda is known to do, which is to not talk about something or reveal something yep. until they have something actually substantial to give to people. Yeah. So yes. for me, when they showed like Doom Eternal specifically, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, now that's legit. I can get behind yep. this. I played Doom 2016, Doom Eternal, we're going on Earth. I'm sold. This is cool. I, I yeah. love this. That and then they, oh. yeah, I was like, this oh. is so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, um, even like the, the beginning music. where he's like putting on the helmet, he's and the robots, the, the yeah. virtual assistants, kind of like, please stay calm. I'm like, true. Yeah, <laughs> and like you see that, like if you play the game, that happens a lot. Where like the robots will just say stuff that's totally in doesn't match to what's actually going on in the moment, where you're just ripping and tearing. Um. <laughs> But, like, same thing with Starfield and, like, Elder Scrolls, like, 6. It's, like, they really have showed us nothing to get us super hyped about it. Like, we all knew that they are going to do Elder Scrolls 6. That's not kind of, yeah. like, a no-brainer. No yeah. Starfield is a different to. beast. Right. Yeah. Starfield's coming. We have no idea what it is. I think Brand it's, like, I'll give, them a, I'll give them a pass on them, like, announcing Starfield with, like, a nothing. But outside the fact that it's going to be sci-fi and open world. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. It's a new so IP. I know that was three years ago, but you'd have to think that the like the acquisition from Microsoft was underway. At least talks would have been underway. Yeah. So right. maybe that had something to do with it. Microsoft were like, right, announce these games. They're going to be on Xbox. Yeah, we'll get them. It's like it could, it could be that. Yeah. My other theory on it about why they like, yo, we're doing Starfield. Also, Elder Scrolls Six. I know it's super far away, but Elder Scrolls Six might have been the, the result of the mixed reception when it comes to, not even mixed, the bad reception that was Cyberpunk, not Cyberpunk, uh, Fallout seventy six. Yeah, it was like because of the negative, like everything that happened with that, they felt that they had to like garner some goodwill with the community I by totally like agree. breaking the glass, being kind of like, yeah. hey guys, remember this thing? This is cool. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Totally Don't hate agree. us anymore. Like, we were, so like, it's like, I know what you're talking, doing. People were talking about a new, is it, is it going to be a new Vegas remaster? Is that what this is going to, like, yeah. is that what it, because we yeah. knew something was coming from them, but it seemed a bit too soon to be, you know, Fallout the next one like we'd only been yeah. we'd only had fallout for a few years at that point and, and how much of did you play a lot of fallout 76 sammy i've played i've played it uh, yeah i've got quite a lot of hours in the game i've played I ironically with played yeah same that's the only reason why it was yeah. like i had a good time with it because i played with friends and yeah. funny enough i played 76 hours of it because you get an achievement for it so <laughs> yep. it was at that point that i'm like all right, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's no, get out of here. There's no interest for me to continue playing in, in that game. I've, I mean, I, no. I'm obsessed with those games, and it doesn't. It never grabbed me. It won't grab me. I can't carry as much. Like I can't keep collecting shit, and that's why I love those games. I want to keep collecting shit. Don't tell me I can only have a certain amount of something. I want all of right. it. I'm gonna go and pick it up, and I'm gonna put it in my house. What, it, <laughs> Don't what, tell even, me I'm what made it. me even like more mad the more I was playing it was the more that I explored West Virginia, like that whole area. I'm yeah. like, okay, y'all did a really good job making this world. Like this whole like the landscape that is that you go through Fallout seventy six is gorgeous, disturbing, beautiful. It is awesome. 
They put but so much work they, into it, yeah. They put so much work into it, but y'all did nothing with it. So you're reading like these terminal logs or hearing kind of like these like old recordings of like right after the bomb dropped and how people are trying to live and survive. Yeah. So in the story, you are basically like like playing a year after everybody died of some sort of like unknown plague thing that happened. Yeah. I feel like it would have been a way better experience if you got rid of the whole like play with like 20 other people out in the world, condense that shit, make it to like only four players, make it a co-op experience RPG thing. And yeah. um, we play through the whole thing that led into what we end up playing, which is Fallout 76. Like imagine going through all of like Appalachia with all of the NPCs still running about, like yeah. the raiders, the people who were just trying to survive, like all of that. But then the ending, like the final quest was like the world ending. And then that's when it becomes the massively multiplayer game when everyone can play with each other. Yeah. I, like, I, I think, think that would have been so much cooler. Uh, absolutely. I want to play that one. <laughs> can, can you go and have a word with them? Because <laughs> I want to play that. But what we got. You guys like, it's like you guys, you guys did not really think this through. Oh no, actually no, scratch that. You guys did think this through. Y'all maybe were just trying to make a check because they y'all threw in like, yeah. yeah, you guys are trying to make some money with your little cash shop bullshit. Yeah, and yeah. like they don't even understand how to do a correct cash shop. Like it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you really think people are gonna drop sixteen dollars for a power armor skin? Unfortunately, yes, there are people who will drop sixteen dollars for a power <laughs> yeah, armor skin. There is. I. I haven't, surprisingly. Uh, I not me. Not me. Like I hate I hate Shocker. myself for like a little bit for like I like I kinda caught into like because they do the stupid market manipulation where it's kind of like, hey, this is only gonna be here for a certain amount of time. If you don't get it, it's gonna be gone forever. Like skins yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So like, I fell victim to one of those and I'm like, oh, I really want those skins. So then I would buy it and I'm like, why the fuck did I drop money on this? I don't even yeah. care about this game. I don't even I hate care about this. it. I'm not. I've, I've decided I don't. It's not canon. <laughs> and I'm removing yeah, it. <laughs> pretty much. Oh my god. Even that. Like their backwards logic on the lore doesn't even make any damn sense. It, it it's like they really were stretching that shit. There was no reason why the Brotherhood, the Brotherhood of Steel, should be in Appalachia. They, the Brotherhood of Steel not. did not exist until like Fallout One. Yeah. Like it was. Oh, oh they've got, they did get the timeline pretty screwed. <laughs> they, because it's kind of like how I feel about like the modern Star Wars with Disney and how they kind of run it. It's like they just kind of have like a checkbox. It's like, okay, these are all the things that are Fallout. You got Power Armor, you got Death Claws, you got Ghouls, you got this stuff, the Wasteland. Like you just got, you just doing a checkbox without really yeah. like actually trying to make something that yeah. is cool and enjoyable. You're just yeah. trying to like get a quick check throw that list of all the things that people really enjoy in the game in the bin and let's right. make the opposite of that and charge people yeah. for the privilege <laughs> now i'm all right it's like thanks. there's a, it's like you can look at it as kind of like a recipe there's a reasoning why you do things in steps when you're cooking something you don't just yeah. take all the ingredients and throw it in a fucking pot no <laughs> you deliberately do shit and then you like you know you cook it you let it marinate let things fuse together like you know it's a cooking process that's how you do it you know, the same thing goes with like Star Wars and like the new modern ones. That's a whole different thing. This is a gaming yeah. podcast, not a roast Star Wars <laughs> podcast. Not yet. Not yet, at least. Yeah. 
Boom goes the dynamite. Starfield is a game that we have spent years thinking about and working on. Something we feel uniquely positioned to pull off and that we're incredibly excited about. But we're also building toward the game after that. Hmm. And it's uh -oh. the one you keep asking about. <laughs> okay. Okay, actually, now I'm really done. I just want to thank you all for your time tonight, the time you've spent in our worlds. We'll see you out there. Can I get uh, predictions to go? Um, but we've got. Oh, wait, who's. Oh, a... oh I need to go. <laughs> Um, I'm actually going to call an audible on this one then. So um, I was going to do the Twilight Princess reveal, um, which was a great reveal. Don't get me wrong. Um, the, the the audience reaction was amazing. But I've, I've called an audible, and I'm just going to say it's the Breath of the Wild reveal um, back in 2016. Oh, yeah. Because... Mm -hmm. I'm a huge, huge Zelda fan, and I always have been since I was, as for as long as I can remember, uh, I remember playing the first Zelda on my friend Grant's um, NES, and I fell in love with it. And then, obviously, I've, I, I sort of, I fell off for the Wii ones, like Twilight Princess and uh, Skyward Sword and stuff, because I didn't like the Wii that much. But then, when they announced... Um, Breath of the Wild, originally obviously for the Wii U, um, it was fairly obvious it was going to be a launch title for what, what became the Switch as well. So when they showed this trailer, when Reggie uh, kicked it off, it was oh, it was absolutely mind-blowing. It was exactly why I love Zelda. It was open world, it was huge, there was so much to do in it, the levelling up system, the cooking, it was just everything I'd wanted in a Zelda game, um, and it, it still is. Like I've I, I put two hundred and fifty hours into it, and I didn't hundred percent it or or anything like that. It's just a magical game. It genuinely became one of my favorite games of all time, and um, which is high praise. I must have like I must mm -hmm. say, 
Um, but I stand by it. I absolutely stand by it. Everything about it is just amazing. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, just even the DLC. I paid for the, the, the season pass and got all the DLC. It's all great. There's there's challenge in it. You can spend hundreds and hundreds of hours collecting all the Korok seeds. Um, and so, like, at the time, there was no Zelda game like that. I suppose there's, well, obviously, there's going to be another one now, but um, when they announced it, it was just like, this is Zelda to me. Like, it went back to, well, what I think is the original Zelda. Like, mm-hmm. it, was, yeah. it was, you're in the world, on you go, do whatever you want. Yes. Just have fun. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm all for this. And it blew my mind then, um, and it still blows my mind today, and I cannot wait for the next one. Um, but yeah, that's definitely one of my highlights of E3 ever. You pretty much said it best, Vox, because I was going to just yeah. say that. like The fact that he opened with showing the original Zelda game, and that yeah. being the inspiration for Breath of the Wild, you can clearly see that like when you start the game. The fact that you just wake up, like Zelda just kind of like, yo, Link, wake up. And you wake up, and then you walk out the door, and then you just see all of Hyrule. Like your mind is just like, "Holy crap! This is what is this?" Like you, yeah. like I, I can get, I get to explore all of this. Like, let's go. Yeah, it's one of and those things. Do- it's like a trope in gaming, like, but it's it's true. If you can see it in Breath of the Wild, you can go there, you can right. find there, you can get there. For ev- that goes for everything. Everything you can see, mm-hmm. you can get to, and that is. It's, it's, it's that's awesome. why I like it's RPGs. Awesome. That's exactly what I yeah. like about RPGs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and that's it. Oh, great. Good <laughs> RPGs do that well. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I had that happen, like, just kind of like a brief side note. Like, I was, I was playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and I was just kind of, like, exploring a little area. And then I walked past this area full of, like, a bunch of people who were just kind of, like, distraught, struggling. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could help these people. Like, there's no quest or anything, though. I guess... I guess I can't do anything. I left, did a bit more quests, and then the quest just kind of went back right into that area. Mm. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, this is all right. Yeah. You guys just didn't put here, you guys didn't put this here for nothing. This, this is clearly <laughs> for something. So, like, it, it's cool when you see developers actually, like, think how the player would think in a way. Yeah, definitely. Three decades ago, the first Zelda game changed the way millions of people thought about video games. And this week, you'll discover a game that could change that thinking again. Here's the first look at what awaits. Open your eyes.
was all cool E3 memories. It was really cool. Um, we, I think we'll do... Um, we're, we're, we've got some predictions um, <laughs> each. So some, some are, uh, some are, 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 are crazy predictions. Um, some are, are, are not so <laughs> crazy predictions. I, I've thrown um, a couple of crazy ones in there. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> um, so we'll, we'll just jump in. We may as well, yeah. we may as well just, well, we just do all three at once instead of going round because yeah. uh, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. never gonna happen. Uh, so Level Boy, do you want to go first with your uh, your most mental E3 predictions? <sighs> no, yeah, I'm completely aware about what is about to happen and like joff said it when we were when he was streaming the other day that you can't say the word that is this game but because it just adds more time to when it's actually going to be released so unfortunately another year is going to be added to the to the release date for this but i'm fully prepared for nintendo to just straight up say like hey we're working on metro prime 4 please understand like and yeah. like, look! I am super hyped for the next Metroid anything because I yeah. feel like Nintendo just sleeps on a very iconic franchise game formula. Like, there's literally a genre of video games named after one of your flagship yeah, titles. Like, come yeah. on! Like, why are you not cashing in on this? You got like <laughs> indie developers doing this shit more than you guys. You got like Hollow Knight, Dead Cells, so many great games, um, Bloodstain, like all these other Metroidvania games. Nintendo, you got to be cooking up something because it's been way too long. And you can definitely see that they care because, like, they apparently there was something being made when it comes to Metro Prime 4, but Nintendo did not like what was being shown to them yeah. so yeah. much so that they just threw it out the window and they started over from scratch. And they got the original team that made Metro Prime to begin with, which is like um, nice. Retro Studios. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like, I fully believe in Nintendo. They will release this when it's ready and they'll give us something to chew on when the time is right. Just kind of how they do that with like Breath of the Wild and like Mario and all of those other games. But like as someone who's like a huge fan, I'm getting that like fatigue. I can only hear Nintendo say like, please understand so many times mm -hmm. before I feel like they just don't give a shit about, about. like I went as far as to think that they were going to announce something when Reggie during one of the gaming award shows was just wearing a pin that had like the retro look of um, Samus on his like jacket that I thought that they were going to announce something, but they didn't. He was just wearing a pin just because. I'm like, you could have wore any other pin. I think that, no, that wasn't when they announced Joker for, for Smash. Regardless of what show that was, I was like, why are you playing with my emotions, dude? Like, stop. <laughs> I give you guys a lot of like, like credit. Uh, okay. But yeah. But my, my next one, though, is yeah. pretty much like, I think they're going to maybe, maybe show us something regarding Starfield. Like, hopefully. Like, because if you ain't going to show an Elder Scrolls 6, they oh, ain't they showing a no, shit. No, they will. But they will. I, th I think we're going to get a trailer. Yeah. Considering the amount of like stuff going on with Bethesda, with them being bought by Microsoft, all that kind of stuff, them kind of like slowly getting like seventy six, some sort of like playable where they have a whole fan base. I'm not going back to it, but it's a thing. Um, <laughs> I I think they're at a point where they have something to show the audience, and I'm hyped for whatever it is. I hope it's good. I hope it. I hope they have taken every single criticism that the fans have thrown at them, and they don't continue to do the shit that people are not excited for. 
I look at Fallout 4 and 76. It's like some people, we didn't ask for like a voice protagonist. Y'all just assumed that we needed it because other games were doing Mm -hmm. it. Like that's Mm -hmm. not how you make a good product, like in my eyes, I guess. Um, But outside of Starfield, I do think we're probably going to maybe get some news regarding the new Switch model because there's too many rumors going around right now. There's so much talk. There's so much yeah. stuff going on in the news wheel about like new switch model, new switch model. And I even like looked briefly into it before I came on. And I'm like, yep, yeah, nope, rumors, 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 rumors. So, like there's gotta be something. Because even Fallout yeah. 4 started as a rumor. Because like yeah. there was like a whole like leak of like an entire like post that actually turned out to be real. Because it yeah, talked it was, about kind yeah. of like being set in Boston, fourth protagonist, dog, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like I remember yeah, working at GameStop. Go ahead. Nah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say about the, the thing that worries me about the Switch Pro. Well, it doesn't worry me. The thing that's strange is that when they announced uh, their show the other day, Nintendo, it does say exclusively for Switch software. Hmm. So it's quite specific. There, the rumours that I'd heard um, were that they were going to, it was going to be announced before E3 in order to get to let them and third uh, party developers talk about games for the Switch Pro. Hmm. So that is a thing that could happen. Um, I think it's a fair shout that it'll be on or around E3 that it does happen. Um, but I, I'm all in for uh, a, a new Switch so I can play online with you guys. Definitely. Yeah. Like just a new. Um... Like I think it would be cool to have like a new Switch just from from a performance thing because as yeah. someone I play a lot of like Animal Crossing from like time to time, and I'm now at that point in the game where I'm like really decking out my island. And if you have so much stuff on your island, even if the Switch is docked, you can see it struggle like a little uh, bit. Mm. Like it's very like it's not like so much so that it ruins the experience. But you can like tell, kind of like okay, yeah. it's yeah. kind of hitting its its peak a little bit. Just think how beautiful Breath of the Wild will look in 4K. Exactly. I'm in. I'm into that. <laughs> uh, right, cool. I think I think you're probably in with a shout for at least uh, one of them. Yeah. Your predictions, mm-hmm. Alex. Do you want to give us your predictions? I I went a bit more insane. <laughs> I feel uh, they were pretty safe. Um, so uh, my first one was that, and this is the big one, uh, the Elder Scrolls Six and uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild Two would be late twenty twenty three. Oh my god. I think that's pushing it for Elder Scrolls. I reckon longer. Yeah, oh no. Elder Scrolls ain't coming out until after yeah, that yeah. date. Yeah. It ain't coming out until like 2026, 20, maybe. I don't know. I, I think I went too early with Elder Scrolls and then really late. the Wilds, maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that could, uh, that could happen. You, I know they said twenty. I think they said twenty twenty five is where they're aiming for. Because yeah, they did. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm sure Nintendo are either aiming for the end of this year or the end of next year. But I wanted to put it out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and on to that, uh, my second prediction is: I think uh, the Dragonborn from Elder Scrolls Five will be a DLC 
fighter for Smash Bros. Oh, yes. Um, I think this one, you know, there's a slight likeness to this one um, because they recently had uh, Vault Boy as a Mii fighter Mm -hmm. costume. Mm -hmm. uh, Obviously, Nintendo have really good connections with Microsoft at the moment still. Um, So, yeah, I really want it to happen because I've I've been playing uh, Elder Scrolls V recently and I adore it. Um, And yeah, I I do think there's a a possibility of it. To add some meat to that, I think at best we'll probably get like that me photo when it comes to like the Vault Boy. We'll at least get like that Dragon Ball like look. Uh, Yes, a cool fresh fighter would be the ideal, but I think we will get some Skyrim crossover when it comes to Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think they're missing Bethesda out of like gaming icons. You know, maybe True. they maybe they need a PlayStation One like Crash, but they have Snake. Um What about the Doom Marine? Yeah, that's oh, true as well. That yeah. could always happen. Mm. Um, I can see that happening. Like mm-hmm. it's Nintendo while they are like they obviously allow a lot more adult themed things mm. to put something someone <laughs> so violent to <laughs> Into Smash, I think would be a bit, a bit a step too far. I can't great. see him ripping Isabel open. Um, <laughs> we we talking about Isabel's going to do that to Doom guy. Have you seen Isabel? Munching <laughs> um, on a Pikachu's brain. Um, <laughs> in the last podcast, why do we? Why be obsessed with eating Pokemon? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it, Dragon. It's the last two, and I've. Hopefully they'll reveal both of them. So I'm expecting maybe Dragonborn or Crash Bandicoot or something. Um, Crash Bandicoot? Imagine Waluigi. I can get behind Crash. Yeah, I, I that'd be awesome. If if they want yeah. to hit every video game icon, that's pretty. You know, you'd be leaving out Spyro and a few Rayman and so on. But yeah. Um, oh yeah. my god, Rayman! <laughs> and uh, my final <laughs> prediction is that. Uh, Mario Kart X will be revealed for the Switch Pro. I think it'll be called Mario Kart X because um, they had the toy and then they had the app. And I think uh, it sounds a lot cooler than Mario Kart 9. And they sort of just, you know, uh, okay. after 8, I think, you know, they really want that c- cool factor coming in um, because 8 was all about the uh, anti gravity and so on and that track mm. that's the number 8. So yeah, I think it'll be called Mario Kart X, um, and I think uh, release for Switch Pro probably. Obviously, it can also be on Switch, but hmm. interesting. Yeah, I don't think I think yours are quite wild, but I don't think they're completely ridiculous. No, um, I think no. there's a, an outside chance that all three years could happen. Uh, hopefully not the first one. <laughs> hopefully we get <laughs> You're wrong about the first one. But, uh, but yeah, I think yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Good shout. Uh, Sammy Damage, hit us with your predictions. Uh, well, they've released it on everything else, so I'm going to guess they're going to release Skyrim on the Apple Watch or the Elgato Stream Deck or some shit True. like that, because <laughs> we've already <laughs> had it on everything blasted else. Um, so probably that. Um, do you know what I'd love? I'd love a new Vegas remaster. I wish they'd just oh do gosh. it. And oh, you think so they've cool. got the resources to be doing a remaster as well right now, because they've got, they've got a lot on their plate. Yeah, but it could be it could be obsidian. It could be obsidian. 
Yeah, you're Unfortunately, right. it's like we have um, what's his face? I forgot the dude's name who who was like the big head when it comes to like fall with the Obsidian, but like he does a lot of like talking about like the franchise, yeah, like, on his like yeah. Twitter blog, yeah, and he's repeatedly have said kind of like, oh no, I would love to do another Fallout thing. They just have yeah. to call us. Yeah. So yeah. he, yeah, like I'm hoping it, now they're all owned by the same masters. They might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same masters. <laughs> yeah, I miss all the uh, obsidian. To be honest, I need them at their most obsidian. Yes, Mass Effect is probably the last time they were at their most obsidian. That's um, not obsidian. That's Bioware. It's fucking not Mass. Well, well, I can't even. Oh, uh, it was uh, Star Wars. Oh, it makes the Old Republic. Yeah, because they made Nice Old Republic too. Which is funny yeah. enough, people say is better than the first one. I haven't played it yet, but I heard, I heard it's, it doesn't work. But once you get it to work, because they re-released it on Steam with the yeah. patches and mm-hmm. all that stuff, it's an amazing experience from what I hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. So, yeah, I'd like that. I'd like a, a new Vegas. Like I'm on an Apple Watch. I just got an Apple Watch, so I would quite like to do it. <laughs> well, it's probably coming. They've shoved it everywhere else. <laughs> So probably going to be able to play Skyrim on the booth that you order your food at McDonald's drive through on very soon. <laughs> um, it's everywhere. Yeah, I'd like a New Vegas remaster. I'd love it if they'd show us some Elder Scrolls stuff. I'm, I'm with Alex on that, but I don't think it's going to yeah. happen. I'd love it, though. Um, <laughs> God. Oh, my God, I'd love it. Um, Fable. I'm hoping we're going to see some more about Fable. That's, that's a not strong a, possibility. I yeah, think. that's not a crazy that's, that's addiction. A very mind, strong. I'd like to see. I'd like to see what they're doing with that. I I don't think the they will see any Elder Scrolls six no. footage or anything. No. They'll just be. They'll just forget about it for another couple of years. Fable yeah. because it's obviously it's a big franchise. It's made in. Well, I don't know if this one's made in Britain. It was made in Britain. It is. It is. It has been <laughs> made in. Is, yeah. Right, so I think there's a good chance that they will show show more of that. Um, I think it was last E3 that they actually... I'm pretty sure last E3 they actually showed off Fable stuff, like at least a teaser. Yeah, I remember there being like a very... There was a funny trailer they made. Yeah, they showed like pretty much like the word Fable on the screen and showed a little bit more. Because there was like this... Yeah, and then gets eaten by the plant or something or a frog. Yeah. Yeah. It's very I'm, fable, I'm and I was actually kind of hyped about that. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what that is going to be. Is it going to be a continuation, or is it going to be, you know, because they're not calling it Fable 4. Right. No, it's just They're fable, calling it yeah. Fable. So I want to know what this is, and are we are we going back, or are we starting Enough time new? has passed. Yeah. yeah. We should yeah. definitely get, like, a fresh start when it comes to the Fable franchise because yeah. it's a cool like franchise like i listened to like the podcast with jordan revel and he was talking about fable and it brought yeah. back a lot of memories of like fable because yeah. i played a lot of the first fable which was like that was like my first really like m like rated m game as a kid because like I, I wasn't like into like grand theft auto but i was super into fantasy so mm-hmm. i got fable and i always was like allured by like the box art for it because yeah. you see, like, the kid looking into the pond, and the guy in the pond looks like a villain. So I'm like, what is this? Can you be a villain in this game? Like, what? Like, oh my god. So, like, it was just, like, it was a cool game. Yeah. Great world. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we'll see something about that. And Avowed. 
but I pr- yes. I'm pretty sure that's happening. That's uh, we'll, we're going to see that because oh. they can't hold that off any longer. We've seen too much of it already. Yeah. That is going to scare I, I um Bethesda a little yeah, bit I think because so. the way that they're selling that game yeah. is that not only I think it it actually lives in the universe that is Pillars of Eternity. It's set mm-hmm. in that it world. Does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but it also is supposed to play like a Skyrim game. So, yeah. well, uh, I'm uh, you saw like a bit of gameplay, and it was I think I said to Fox before it was uh, you, you got um you, like a sword in one hand and spells in the other. It was like looking at a remastered Skyrim. So, right, um, mm. we'll see. We'll see what Obsidian have done with that. Very excited. Yeah. Very excited. But um, yeah. that's not. I don't think that's a crazy prediction. I think that's uh, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah. I think that's, it looks great. Looks yeah, great. so that's mine. So uh, how about yours, Fox? No, so mines are a bit more out there. Um, the first one is Hades Man and Smash. Um, because when I wrote it, I couldn't remember his name. His name's <laughs> Zagoras. Zagoras. Zag, yes. Zag. He, um, I, yeah. I think he will be announced for Smash. Um, yeah, why not? He's got weapons. He's he's mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. he's got different weapons, um, different power ups. Yeah, feasible. His, I doubt it will happen, but you never know. He actually was a is a great character to have yeah, as a exactly. fighter because he would kind of play like. Byleth as well because he has so many different weapons that he can kind of like go into and he's such a cool like just character with a lot of personality that they can totally like translate into like the smash formula that i think it'd be yeah no it'd be very very cool you can even throw in like the different like boons that he gets like all the gods like that'd be legit Uh, i'd be huge on that and i think the like they need to throw in more, I think, indie fighters because I don't think there's an indie fighter in Smash, like any like indie uh, title. I wouldn't say like Zag is like. I mean, like Super Giant games are indie, but they're not like AAA. So you um... say Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, Steve, an indie yeah, game. I would say Steve. Steve. Minecraft's independent. They're owned by that Microsoft. Was originally, that was originally independent, <laughs> though. So it's you like. Know. That's the closest you're getting. Steve on a technicality, but yeah, I'm looking for a little bit something else, you know? I, I know, give me like Sans from Undertale, then I'll be happy. Or like the Hollow Knight Spider. He's technically in the game, yeah. Technically. And um, Shovel Knight. I was always hoping Shovel Knight would be in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's just an assist trophy, sadly. He's now he, 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 yeah. Yeah, Meebo's really cool, but. Everyone always picks up uh, Shantae as well. Ooh. Oh, Shantae would be cool. Yeah. Uh, going with, I'm going with Zag from it, Hades, though. No, um, yeah. my, my next one is actually, I, I tried, well, I, I didn't say anything during your predictions, level boy, but. Metroid Prime 4. I my prediction is that it is shown and it will be out this year. Really? I mean it's I mean I mean it's cool to live. It'll be out before Christmas this year. Or at the very latest, early next year. Um it's a stretch, but I fucking need it, man. I need <laughs> it. Look. Please, Nintendo, I need this. 
like I said before, I love a good make-believe story, and that is a great make-believe story because that chain ain't happening. It's not coming out this year, my friend. Yeah, but you know, I was going to say stranger things have happened, but nah, they're probably not. That would be the strangest thing to ever happen. You, I will record myself crying on like live if they release that. <laughs> It's actually called Metroid Prime 4 Federation Force. No, better. <laughs> if, 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 they, if they release anything that is associated to Metroid Prime and it, not Metroid as a franchise, and it is a Metroidvania, not some bullshit like some soccer game or federations. <laughs> and like if, it's just like a, if it's just like a remaster of like Super Metroid. Yeah, no, I will cry, shave my beard, I'll fucking do something because I will lose my shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that's probably a stretch, um, but it's my prediction. It's out there in ether. Um, my <laughs> final one. Now, this is quite out there. I I think I might have said it before, but I genuinely believe there's a good chance of it happening, which mm-hmm. is Psychonauts Two, um. Being an Xbox exclusive, or at least a timed exclusive, and will be on Game Pass day one. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah. Psychonauts, the first one, is not long onto Game Pass. Double Fine seemed to have a really good relationship with Microsoft. Um, Psychonauts two um, is going to be great. Like I loved it. It's it, it's a it, it's not a, a a huge famous game. I suppose it's more of a cult game. But yes. Um, the, the cult following is, is massive, so um, yeah, I, that's that's my uh, that's my my theory, my, my prediction for that. That one um, I'll back up, yeah, that one's actually good. I think I would take out the it being an Xbox exclusive and just replace it with the word Microsoft exclusive because I can probably see it coming to PC because there's a mm-hmm. decent number of like yeah, double like, fine games on PC and yeah, with Game Pass being what it is. Yeah, I think nowadays when you see, like, when I say Xbox exclusive, I mean Game Pass exclusive. That's Um, fair. So, yeah. um, But, yeah, you're probably right. It probably will be... um, It probably will come out on PC... Well, on on Game Pass as well, if it does. Um, Yeah, I I can see it happening, and I I am in for it. I love Psychonauts. I started playing it again on Game Pass, and it's it's so good. It's so inventive. Um, Yeah. Uh, it's so like it. it's so good slash disturbing at the same time. It is such yeah. a weird game. Yeah, even like the opening like level you 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 do in the guy's mind, and it's like a war zone. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. It's, oh it's yeah. <laughs> um, it's very dark. Yeah. Um, if you've not played Psychonauts, I recommend it. I think um, you can get it on PC. Yeah, you can. It's on, uh, yeah. it's on Game Passes uh, for PC as well. It is, yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah, so that's um, my predictions for for E3. Um, do we have anything else to say about E3 before we go and uh, have a, a break and get our next guests um, in <laughs> to talk about E3? Um, I hope it's awesome. I hope this is. I think it will be a good E3. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think last year, yeah. was a very, very broken E3. It didn't yeah. really happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, I've spoken about this before, but I think a lot of companies, especially Nintendo, thought they would be further ahead now 
yes. than they actually are because of COVID and stuff. And yeah. that's why stuff's been delayed. And that's why the mm-hmm. Zelda... We didn't even mention the Zelda anniversary stuff. <laughs> I don't think we should mention right. either. But hopefully that'll be something uh, in, in Nintendo's. Um, I think that would have been out by now. Or or at least yeah. announced um, before now if it wasn't for yeah. COVID. That, that's probably how they're gonna like do it when it comes to like ether that's to be like the big like it is zelda's anniversary like this is our theme yay <laughs> yeah. hmm. i can't wait until fifa 22 is announced. <laughs> oh yeah I'm just happy you called it football label boy instead of football. yeah called yeah. <laughs> football um as this is a two-part special, a pre-E3 special, um, we are going to call it here. Um, and then we will release a second part with Glasra and Max talking about their memories and their predictions as well. Thank you very much, Level Boy and Alex, uh, for joining. Um, we will be doing an um, E3 watch-along <laughs> on the Discord if you fancy watching along with us as well. Um, um, yeah, love to have the banner with you guys. Um, so mm-hmm. thank you so much um, for for joining us, and we will be right back. And thank you to our guests. So see you guys later. Thanks for Bye. having me. It's always a pleasure. <laughs>